Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and 9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Hello and welcome to Moms in Real Estate. I'm Kristen Cantrell. I'm Angela Fazio and today's guest is Paige Hargis. And Paige is going to be talking about the challenges and victories of rising to success. So Paige, why don't you get us started? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes, first off, thank you ladies for having me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, I am originally from the East Coast, so I've been in Arizona about seven years now and in real estate for coming up on four years in March. I am a mom of an almost 15-month-old daughter, so I had her about halfway through my career, and yeah, that's kind of how I got started here. And you guys don't know this, it's such a treat. We have Paige here in the studio with us because she she's local to Arizona. We don't always get to be local with our guests, so I'm so glad that you're actually in our studio. It's yes, awesome. Yes, the studio is adorable, so I'm so glad to be here. Absolutely. So we, we're we going to talk about a, a topic I don't even think that we've talked about on Moms in Real Estate before, before nope. this time. And we're we talk about rising to success, and we talk about, you know, struggles, and but this particular one is... Uh, um, a conversation that's so important to hear. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to talk about it. And we're going to be talking about the people, the people in your life. This is just part of it. The people in your life and how different people are kind of different as you rise to success, how they treat you differently, how things change, and just why that maybe happens. And um, so if some of you are um, experiencing what we're talking about today, you will know that you are definitely not alone. So how tell us about your success page. Like, it's been almost four years, but your growth has been pretty spectacular. So tell mm -hmm. us about that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I would say that this past year has been kind of like my bombshell. Like, I feel like I, I bloomed, right? I just, a lot of referral clients, new clients, people starting to recognize me. So it's been great. Um, and along that, you know, the changes just kind of started to shift. And I, I just felt, you know, a drastic change with the friendships that I was in, too, as I'm trying to manage the growth of my career and so you know as people start to see you like you know I have a videographer or they just see that your success is rising hey you bought a new house so they're just seeing all of my changes via social media and expecting that you know what I make so much money and you know it just seems like the support level has kind of dropped as mm -hmm. I'm rising mm -hmm. that's not uncommon yeah it's a really hard spot to be in because when you have somebody who is like maybe jealous or they're not supportive of your success, it really makes you like, why wouldn't you be, you know? You always want to go behind people and be their biggest cheerleader, but sometimes that doesn't happen. So um, what have you done when you've seen that happen? Um, I mean, honestly, it's just started to recently happen. So I feel like I'm trying to adjust and talk through and take in the emotions as they come. And sometimes when it's brought to my attention, it's not immediately that you hear the words jealous come out. It's the actions that they're taking mm -hmm. that I'm recognizing like, whoa, what is this behavior? Or why do you seem kind of upset with me? Because I shared a little bit about my stats or I did this or that, you know, it's, it's coming about differently. And so part of me is just trying to be like, why do I feel attacked? Or why do I feel like I'm defending myself for my success? Like, why do I feel like I can't share things or I don't want people to think I'm bragging? You know, I was hesitant to share about us buying a new house. And that was such an exciting moment for us. People are like, but you just bought a new house two years ago. And I'm like, 
while I'm outgrowing it. And I'm also in the industry. We have to understand that I see houses all the time and I see good opportunities. Mm -hmm. Um, But just trying to recognize like why they might be feeling like that. And I think I do that too on my own. When I start to feel jealous and I try not to, but that's human nature. I'm like, why am I feeling this way? Why, Mm -hmm. Why am I not supportive or, you know, just giving them the feedback of great job, like pat on the back. And that's what you want to feel. So I feel like I take a reflection of how am I treating others that, it's coming back to me that they're acting a little bit more envious of mm-hmm. my success at this level. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't pretend to try to explain it. Um, but even in uh, your own family, you can experience that. Mm-hmm. I, like Sometimes my mom, she's like, Angela, when are you going to slow down? I'm like, mom, no, I'm, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I love what I'm doing. And I think it's, it's hard to um, process it because it doesn't feel good. Right. But at the same time that there are seasons for everything, mm-hmm. right? We talk about this. In real estate, this is this most amazing career because you can be a young mom and you can be an empty nester. Or you could have six kids or you can, you know, whatever. And, and your real estate career can shift and change. Well, so do people, mm-hmm. right? There are, And that's okay because I believe that God created seasons for a reason, right? Oh, I didn't mean to even be a poet, <laughs> right? But seasons, you might outgrow somebody. That doesn't mean they weren't there for a very important reason for a long time. Um, but there are seasons for people. And so I choose to, instead of well, I'm not, I sound better than I am. I, I do get mad <laughs> and like have a little hissy fit for a minute, but then I choose to decide I trust that that was just a season and now it's not. And I'm not going to surround myself with somebody who can't celebrate with me or grow with me. Yeah, no, that's a great way to look at it. I feel like I haven't heard it explained that way that people are in their first seasons yeah. you know, and in our lives. But. And I'm a firm believer too. Like I can just hear in your voice, like you, you should never be ashamed for any victories or if you're able to buy a new house and like you should be proud. And I feel like that's actually going to attract new people into your life. If you're like, look at what I'm doing and I'm so proud of it and do things without feeling like you need to apologize. And if anybody has a problem with it, like, well, there's a difference between being a braggart um, and lacking humility yeah, and being successful and celebrating and being grateful. Yeah. And so if you're approaching these huge successes in your life, which you are experiencing with, I'm so grateful. Look what I have accomplished. Thank you, Lord, or thank you so, so much for this. I, that's how I look at it. And, you know, when people hear that, they can decide for themselves. But I know that if I'm celebrating success or the success of my friends with a grateful heart, then I don't really give a shit. People <laughs> and have you a problem show, with you that. You show that you work hard, so yeah. I mean, I like to share parts that I can, and I I do. I hustle, and so I think that's why sometimes I get you know taken back. That I'm like, do you not feel that I deserve this? And you know, we were all little ones, and you dream about the life that you want. And I am working my butt off to mm-hmm. achieve that. I want that life, and I want to create the life for my daughter that you know I can be a part of. And right now, I do have to hustle a lot harder so that when she's you know getting into sports and stuff, maybe I can be a be Mm -hmm. there a little more. And right now she does go to daycare three times a week and we're balancing that and she has the playtime and the interaction that she needs so I can hustle while she's there and Mm -hmm. work hard. You know, that's the whole point. And then I come home and I plug into her and, you know, we have our time together. So I, I think that, yeah, that's the hardest part is those that don't support your success when they do know that you're working hard. Yeah. And that's been, that's something that you, I, I can see that you've expressed this a couple of times where when you get home, it's really important for you to be present. So how have you been able to like um, go about that or how has that been 
have you had to kind of really work hard at that? Does that come naturally to you? It doesn't. It's so hard to put the phone down, to be honest. And yeah. I, I just feel like there's always something I could be doing. There's always more I could be doing. Mm-hmm. But I'm reminded all the time that she's only going to be little once. Mm-hmm. And she's at the fun age where she's starting to interact and she can walk and she loves to be outdoors. So it's really just me trying hard to focus. Like it's not like the do not disturb button. That's great. I know, I, I'm I okay that. if I miss a few calls because I'll get back to them when she goes to bed. Yeah. So it's more of we're going to go on an evening walk. We're going to sit down and play. And when we're having dinner, I'm going to interact with her. And that's usually like a three-hour window, right? She gets picked up from daycare at 5, goes down at like 7.30. So I'm okay with, mm-hmm. you know, disconnecting. And usually the do not disturb, you can put a little note on like, hey, I'm in a meeting. And maybe I'm not. But, you, you know, are. They don't You're in a meeting with your child. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. They don't need to know. Yeah, that Absolutely. I remember when I was um, reading your questionnaire, I was like, I can relate with you so much because when I first started in this business, my kids were one and a half and zero, right? Before, (laughs) yeah, yeah, nothing. Actually, one and nothing. And so that I I go, she has FOMO like no other. And I go, I have literally spent my whole time in this industry where it's, it doesn't go away, just so you know. Um, But anytime there's like a big event, because this is what you said, you're like, "I, I, I feel like I could always be doing something. I feel like I could be there. And it's you do. You're like, shit, I'm missing out on that. But it's it's like, okay, because like Angela said, we talk about seasons all the time, right? Like you're busting your ass right now for your daughter to be able to, um, for you to be able to later go to her sports and everything like that. So it's, I don't know, it's, it's hard. Like it never gets easier, but it is like, sometimes you'll just be like, okay, like I'm here, that's happening. There's going to be another event. Yeah. Well, I think the other thing that we need to talk about that you mentioned, Paige, is, um, it's not always just success that changes the way that people are around you because think about when you got married or all of a sudden you have a new child, right? Those things happen and your time is different and your priorities are different than they were before you got married or before you had children. And some people just have a really hard time uh, facing the fact that you are no longer their only priority. (laughs) You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? That's hard too. You don't, even, you don't even need success to have that kind of change happen in your life and affect people around you. No, and I think I'm at the age I'm just about to turn 30 where I have seen all the waves and I'm losing people that maybe I grew up with. And it's hard because I am from the East Coast, so I had relationships still there. And it's just, it was time to let go and break off. And same thing. I mean, people in my wedding, I'm no longer friends with. That was only, what, almost three years ago now? So exactly back to what you said that the seasons come and change and becoming a mom I'm trying to adapt to that and just think ahead that you know what Sutton's going to meet new people and she's going to play sports and I'm going to make new mom friends who understand that my time to mingle with them is when we're watching sports and that's all that I might be able to allow and you know I have other friends where I'm on a team and they see me participate in a lot of events or I'm out with the girls and they're like well you have time for them and I'm like but our schedules are the same it just aligns right now because I don't have that extra time all the time to go somewhere else in Scottsdale and meet for lunch or do this. And I do understand I need to make time for that. But right now, priorities are different. Where if I'm able to hang out with some of the girls from my team because we have a friendship and our schedules align, and then I'm able to go home to my daughter instead of going out to a dinner, then I am going to choose that right now. Yep, it is what it is. you know. And I, I love that you're struggling through that right now because I know for a fact people are going to be listening to, to this going, oh my gosh, I'm totally struggling like that too. And I thought I was doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, when things, new things, a career, <laughs> a marriage, mm. children, when they come into your life, you don't get like extra hours. 
It's not like you get go from 24 hours to 48 hours in one day. And, and it's just, we, we need to give each other, give ourselves a break and encourage each other that it is okay. Yeah, it just hurts sometimes when you hear, I just feel like you don't have time for our friendship anymore. And I take a step back and I'm like, oh my God, am I being a bad friend? And then I just have to realize, you know what, their expectations are just different than what I have right now. And, you know, maybe if we just didn't have expectations set as high or any at all, then and just other than the fact that we're good humans and what we each bring to the table, but that, that's been the issue, right? Well, the truth of the matter is, is, if we're being honest, is that, yeah, sometimes you don't have time for that friendship like you used to. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it, feel, it may, may not feel good, but, like, let's just enjoy the, the conversations we do have. Mm-hmm. You know, let's, when we do see each other, let's really enjoy that time. But that's hard because people, we have these things called emotions and they get in the way. I actually have like point blank conversations with all my friends where I'm like, listen, I am on a mission to do this and you are either going to be like behind me full on. Like I don't, we thankfully like, I feel like I've surrounded myself with a lot of entrepreneurs in my friendship groups to where it's like, and I, I have those conversations, like I need your help. So even like I, you know, like the lack of communication from you on what your goals are to them, maybe be something you could look at and be like, Hey, this is what I'm trying to do. Like, I would love your support. And if I'm not there, like at lunches or whatever, as much, like I will make an effort to be there more often, but I'm really, really trying to build this right now. And maybe you'll see a difference, you know, or maybe they'll just, yeah, or they don't, (laughs) or they don't. But I mean, that's the point, right? You don't want to be around people who aren't supporting you and uplifting you. And we had that conversation too. I think you're very strong on that. And if you're not supporting me and we're on the same page, then, you know, we just don't have any Mm -hmm. left at this point. That's right. And that's Mm -hmm. okay. I love how you said that that, though. And I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe I just need to express that more. And right now is a great time because last year I had a big goal and I literally called all my friends and I said, Hey, here's my goal. And like, I need your help, and what can I do to help you reach yours? Did you really say? Did you really? Oh do yeah, that? I did a whole thing, and I mean, no wonder I love you, Kristen. <laughs> it was actually funny because um, I forget what I posted the other day. I told you to look at it, but it's all along this, all along this topic, right? And one of my best friends since fifth grade, she goes, "You bitch," and I was like, <laughs> "I go, why did you take that like to you?" You know, and we were joking around because I support her business all the time, and I was cracking up, but. I feel like we, me and her have those conversations all the time. So I'm going to encourage you to have some of those conversations with your friends. Yeah, I'm definitely going to put that on my 2022. Oh, I like that. That's that's the best piece of advice I've heard on this subject, Kristen. Oh, You're a genius. I'll let you guys talk the rest of the time. Okay. (laughs) You're like, drop the mic. (laughs) Don't drop the mic. Okay. So tell us about your goals next year. You've grown. You have this great bombshell year, right? Mm -hmm. What's, What's on the horizon next year? I mean, it's honestly going to be just continuing to grow. I don't want to go backwards at this point. I think I felt the level of the happiness that comes with the new clients I'm meeting. So I I want people to start recognizing me a little bit more. I think that in my own little bubble, people do. Um, I just want to be, you know, somewhere where I walk in the room and they're like, oh yeah, I know her. Or, you know, I I know clients of hers. So just kind of building that. um, I think personally, this is me stepping out of my bubble talking on a podcast. I don't do, you'll follow me. I do a lot of reels, but I'm not really talking (laughs) to be honest. So I need to step up the vocab, the talking about things, explaining things because I'm good at it in person and I'm a very personable human being, but it doesn't come across that way. Sometimes I think without me speaking on all my videos. Yes. And if Mm -hmm. you want the kind of success that I know that you're after, um, it's, it's what you're doing. It's being yourself, which is, um, a very confident, woman, right? You're just being yourself on social media. Yeah. And so that goes back to the first point. Who gives a shit 
if people don't yeah. like well, that. Well, yeah, and people are going to connect with you a lot more when your voice is on there rather than, I don't know if it's dancing or pointing or whatever it is. Do you, it's all of the above. Do you dance and point? Do you do that? Yeah. Tyler. You'll never find me dancing or pointing on my social media, I can guarantee you. I'm going to work on the talking part. <laughs> oh, my I, God. I, you just talk and you get over it. You don't ever listen. Secret, me and Angela never re-listen to these podcasts nope, because I'll be critiquing myself the whole mm-hmm. time and I'm like, no, I know I don't like how I sound, you know? So it's like, I just don't. All my Instagram videos, never re-watch nope. them, never, re- never edit them. No. God, one no. and done. Yeah. <laughs> we are. We're a one and done type of crew. I <laughs> so like I, I want, uh, just given this topic and people are like probably on the edge of their seat, give us some advice. Like give us some advice of how to maneuver the different feelings and the different circumstances as you're experiencing them, whether it's because you're a new mom or whether it's because you're rising to success. Yeah, I'm a very analytical kind of see it person. So a lot of times I do write down my feelings of, okay, I'm having this conversation with someone and what am I feeling? What do I think that they're feeling? And just, I would rather address the topic. So I think that sometimes when in our friendships, something comes up and we're both just walking on eggshells, like no one's going to bring it up. And sometimes it's just like, hey, is there a problem? Like, is there something going mm-hmm. on? Like, did I do something to upset you? Can we just talk about it? I think that's my biggest key of advice is sometimes people are like, just sweep it under the rug. Just let it go, Paige. No, nope, I'm like, I that's can't. The worst. I'm, I'm holding on to it. So honestly, I think communication, I mean, that's just with everything, whether it's your colleagues, your your spouse, your friends, that's what I'm learning to do and just address it. And sometimes, you know, maybe if you're at the point where I don't want to talk about it, then you're at the point where that friendship is no longer there. Oh my gosh, that is so true. That I had an argument with a, a friend who I'm very close to now, but for years we didn't speak because she had, she and I had something go on. I wanted to talk about it and she wanted to sweep it under the rug. Mm-hmm. I said, by you wanting to sweep it under the rug, this is what you're telling me. You don't care enough about this relationship to work through the hard things. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, 100%. thank God she came back. We came back around and we're really close. But that's how I feel. If you aren't willing to hash it out with me and let's just let each other be honest and have human feelings, then it, it's obviously not worth the relationship. Well, yeah. And you're you have to c- show up as yourself and you can't when you have this like, yeah. oh, those feelings are the worst, the worst. The and, worst. and I think admitting when you're wrong. I mean, there's been times where I'm reflecting back and sometimes I hear their side of it and I just, I 100% agree and I apologize for yes. that. Oh, you I know, I was that. a little harsh or mm-hmm. I didn't recognize your feelings in the moment the way that I should have. And I just, I have to own up to it. I think that's the only way. And they need to hear that too, mm-hmm. that you recognize you're wrong. And, you know, I say I'm going to do better. I'm going to work on this. And if you don't see me doing any better than I just said, please call me out on it like, because I want to work on this. Wow, that's great. My, yeah. my husband's the best at um, at saying, I'm going to honor your feelings. They might seem stupid to me or they may I may not understand them, but your, your feelings are your feelings. You're entitled to them. Let's talk through this. I yes. love that. That was perfect. Mm-hmm. I think that's honestly my best advice right now is the communication. And I know that sounds silly just to say because it's something so broad, but it takes a lot of guts sometimes to have a conversation that's a tough one when something has happened in a friendship, a relationship, whatever it may be, and just bring it up and bring it open and just say, let's just hear each other out. I love it. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you, we should, we should hug or something. Should we hug? (laughs) Well, we can all hug. Well, Paige, thank you so much for being so vulnerable and transparent about 
this particular struggle because I'm I'm 100% sure that there's somebody out there that's like, okay, I'm going to take that piece of advice or I'm going to go tell my friends what Kristen said or whatever. There were so many great takeaways about relationships on this Moms in Real Estate. So thank you so much. Yes, of course. Thank you guys for pushing me out of my bubble. I know that you knew I was a little anxious, so I'm so grateful for that. That's our favorite thing to do. The fact that you're uncomfortable right now (laughs) makes me so happy because (laughs) it does. You're growing. I love it. Kristen's actually nicer than that. (laughs) And you know what? You just helped me achieve my one last goal for Yes, perfect. I love it. Love it. Love it. All right, you guys, thank you for listening. And if you know any moms that should be on this show, contact us. Have a great day.